Greetings and welcome aboard the Diecast Enterprise. This is Pags. Follow Jay. And tonight we were checking out the season two, episode eighteen, Up the Long Ladder, which is the Irish episode. Darby O'Gill in space. <clears throat> Faith and Begora. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. It's not a good one. God bless me, Lucky Charms. Oh, man. Ooh. Yeah. This episode was <laughs> criticized by Irish Americans, interestingly. Yeah. I'm that. Although, also, ah. it was beloved by the very Irish American uh, showrunner yeah. who insisted that they be Irish when uh, Melinda Snodgrass, who wrote the episode, was trying to uh, describe what she was trying to do. What she was trying to do was an immigration allegory yeah and when she was describing it to this guy who is super irish you know leads the uh saint patrick's day parade blah 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 blah. she says to him it's like a colony of irish tinkerers and he loved that idea so much that he insisted that that's what they actually be so yeah it's it's interesting On, on the one hand they were that irish at the insistence of the super irishman on the show and on the other hand they were decried for being too irish by the irish it was, they really were. It was oh, fine. They, yeah, Foley's Irish. I'm Irish. I'm I'm fine with this. It's. <laughs> I thought the uh, the leader could have had a few more burst blood vessels though in his <laughs> yeah. face. Like they did the makeup Some, for that. Oh, like man. really serious gin blossoms going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Basically, beautiful. like he was ridiculous. Everybody else was. Yeah. Not yeah. Yeah. Well, absolutely. You, you get yeah. very little of everyone else. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. Just his daughter is. The, the, daughter. the no nonsense. Yeah. You know, no bullshit person in this. Uh, yeah. In this yeah. And scenario. then you, you get the pregnant fourteen-year-old that the yeah. Did ever, yes, yes. So where did where does this episode even begin? Oh, yeah, with, it begins with Worf. With yeah. Worf fainting. Yeah, well, basically, what happens is uh, he's he's feeling kind of like you can tell he's feeling weird because he's kind of growling yeah. to himself. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Picard pulls uh, Riker into his office and says, "Hey, listen, we've just picked up the like this starbase has just picked up the signal. Listen to this." And it's like, beep, beep, beep. and he's like, "What do you think that is?" And he's like, mm, "Distress signal." It's like, "Good work, number one. It took the starbase." Hours to figure that out. Oh, like they said, really? a month. Oh Jesus, <laughs> a month. Hey. I was just like, really? If that's what those guys are, Starbase and Wreckers and the Enterprise. It's like, so it's like, really? Like, you're, you're, it took a month to figure out that this was a distress signal. Like, I mean, well, like, come on. Well, it's a weird, antiquated one. Yeah, but yeah, it's 200, 300 years old. Yeah, yeah. I think, and if that would always origin. be my starting point. Though we've yeah. received this repeating beacon, it's not stopping. My first instinct is going to be potential distress signal. Yeah, yeah. Mine's going to be it's Darby O'Gill. Darby O'Gill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's this colony of people who live underground. Yeah, they're, I think they're underground now because, because of the, the uh, of blow. the solar flares. So that are faking their, their planet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but let's uh, gain a little ahead of, our, ahead yeah, of ourselves yeah, yeah. because we come back out onto the bridge and oh my god, Worf has collapsed. Worf, no! And uh, Data forgets to click on his... Uh, on his communicator badge before calling Dr. Pulaski to the bridge for a medical emergency. That's because he's panicked out of concern for his good friend Worf. Exactly. So, like, presumably during, while the entire credits are rolling, they're just waiting on the bridge for Pulaski to show up and she's not coming because she doesn't know. Finally, like, Picard, like, messages her, where, where the devil are you? And she's like, where, what the fuck are you talking about, old man? And that's, yeah, that, I assume that's how it went down. Pulaski's having a pretty fun episode. Oh, she's, she's loving this She's having a great episode. time this episode. She's good in this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoy her in this episode. Yeah, they take 
take Worf down to uh, sickbay. They do, they do. And it turns out that he has essentially the Klingon equivalent uh, of the measles. He's got a childhood ailment. That is a childhood disease. And he is so embarrassed. And so Pulaski... He's adorably embarrassed. Yeah, Pulaski, to try to save Worf's... Uh, also, apparently, the subtext of this is apparent Worf's parents must have been anti-vaxxers. <laughs> I imagine that all Klingons are anti-vaxxers no, his, because they're all about uh, natural yeah, selection. And but his, his parents are, are human, yeah, he though. Wasn't ri- ri- he was raised by humans on, mm. on the moon? I don't remember. Was he, oh, yeah, he grew up on like the moon, that. I, I don't think I, he grew up on the moon. I think he grew because On Mars? I don't know. But he totally... He wasn't he, raised by Klingon I think he parents. grew up on like a colony somewhere with his parents, yeah. but I yeah, don't I think, think it was, was on the moon. I think it was on the moon. I don't know. Because he had a pet. If only like, with the internet. Because I don't think... The, I'm pretty sure the moon doesn't have an atmosphere even in next-gen times. I mean, its club oh. scene's not very good, but it still has an atmosphere. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You keep, you keep talking. Worf is uh, just deeply embarrassed by this, which there, there's a moment when Pulaski goes and reads what the result of her tests are, and she's immediately amused because yeah. she knows how embarrassed he's going to yeah. be. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, she's shit. Like, oh, this mm. makes my this, entire month. This, this, this is going to be fun. This, oh, this tastes good in my delicious. mouth. Delicious. <laughs> mm. Okay, Ward didn't grow up on the moon. I know. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Whatever. <laughs> so she, she... It's like, Don Quixote. You know, the man of La Mancha. Don Quixote. No. No. <laughs> Look it up. It's not the same Who at was all. it? I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> it's not the same. So you grew up on Galt. So there. <laughs> Galt. Galt. So uh, the the Rand the Ayn Rand planet. Yeah. Oh, sounds terrible. Oh, it would be. But uh, um, she she's super like this is like this is like dessert for Pulaski. Mm-hmm. You know she's savoring every last bite of Worf's discomfort and embarrassment. But then she comes to his rescue when uh, Picard calls down. He's like, so what the fuck's going on with Worf? And she's all like, oh, um, he was observing some. Fasting thing? Yeah. And he forgot that you have to decrease your physical activity as caloric intake goes down. And, like, she's crossing her fingers the whole time she's doing this, too. Like, and she's Pulaski out. Yeah. And that's it. Bye. And Worf is like, thank you, doctor. And then he leaves before he gets inoculated with a... She's just like, women? Yeah. Oh, he's gone. You're going to spread the Klingon measles oh, around the ship? it all over everybody. <laughs> oh, gross. But, uh... He's very, very appreciative, and he comes back with a tea service for Yeah, her. yeah, he does yeah. this... It's uh, really cute. Yeah, this Klingon uh, tea ceremony. She is super stoked for this, because mm. no one's ever done it for her before. Mm-hmm. You know they're getting down after oh, yeah. this. Like, I mean, Worf... After the, the, the tea being deadly poison, of course. Yeah, yeah. She inoculates herself so that she can have the tea as well. And then after she drinks it, she uh, tells Worf to uh, read her some Klingon uh, love poetry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and he's down. Yeah, and oh, then the up, next scene, like, there he, he is on the bridge, super relaxed. That is, that is post-coital uh, <laughs> Worf up there on the bridge. He's, he's the, getting his lean on. Yeah, yeah. The point of the the point of the ceremony is to demonstrate bravery. Yeah. yeah. And Worf. what could be braver than getting down with Pulaski? Worf came through aces. <laughs> and yeah, holy cow. Th- this is one of the few instances where I really like Pulaski, where, yeah. where she totally works. Her her relationship with Worf easily tends the best to work thing. Well, yeah, with, that's awesome. With yeah. uh, much better than her relationship with pretty much any other yeah. character. They're, they're the if you're going to see Pulaski do anything, yeah, like she and Worf really work well together, and yeah. I'm sad that we didn't get more of that mm-hmm. in season two because that could have really saved her character. Absolutely. You know, because when she and Worf are together, it's it's firing on all cylinders yeah. and it's never like that at any other time for her character, which well, is a shame. Yeah, because she seems to enjoy spending
spending time with Worf. Yeah. The the two of them kind of get each other yeah. because they're they're both really angry all the time <laughs> yeah. at everyone else. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah, it re- it really works. Um so they've uh, they've arrived at this planet that they're getting the uh, distress signal from and uh, because of the f- the solar flares from this uh, this sun that's about to go nova or something yeah. they uh, they can't communicate with the planet they have to send down an away team and finally they they're they're kind of getting through to Riker and Riker's talking to Picard he's like you know we can get everybody up but there's a problem and Picard's like I don't want to hear about your fucking problems just do it Riker <laughs> and he's like no but seriously sir you should really listen to me because no number 1 we'll take care of it up here and he's like beam them up immediately yeah, it's just like give a shit yeah, it's just like whatever you say captain my captain and yeah you're always preparing stop preparing yeah, yeah. just go yeah, yeah, just go <laughs> shouldn't you buckle up buckle this buckle this <laughs> beam them up o'brien and o'brien does and up he beams these people and the bed of straw they are standing on for some reason and wouldn't he have known that the fucking straw was coming up yeah, yeah. Well, of course he would have which is why it doesn't make any sense and yeah, so, so there they are with their chickens and their animals and their pigs and stuff. And he's just like, oh, uh, Captain, yeah. you should get somebody down here. And then like over the comm, the captain can hear the animals yeah, the and chicken stuff. chicken clucking. And, and, the and also and Irish music which playing. Is, which is clearly uh. part of the soundtrack, but it's funnier if like they had beamed up with a band that was the band playing was the Irish music. Yeah. But yeah, like you just see Picard's face just like, what the fuck am I hearing? Are those... Those fiddles? Yeah. <laughs> so he gets down there. A little girl runs into the hallway to collect the chicken that's gotten loose from her. Yeah. And Picard walks in. Picard like, and Worf just share a look. Yeah. Like, and there's, like, there's skin, uh, skin crawling. Huh. Yeah. So that just happened. So in they go. Yeah. And, you know. Talk- O'Brien is shooing a pig away from behind yeah, yeah. his yes. console. Yeah. And, and, and the leader of this colony, you know, as soon as he hears the name O'Brien, he's like, oh, I should have known a good Irishman would be uh, running things up here oh, and then yeah. tries to give uh, O'Brien a drink and tries to marry him off uh, well, O'Brien, no, he tries O'Brien to, wasn't having it either yeah, right? yeah. No, O'brien's like no no I guess this is like Picard he knew he knew in. Picard was on his way yeah, at this point yeah, yeah. so Picard walks in has a word with this guy and the guy's like listen we can't leave our animals down there to die like we our, our living is our animals like without our animals we can't rebuild so yeah they're coming with us which is totally reasonable yeah absolutely you know like these people do not live in the same kind of world that Picard lives they depend upon their animals their livestock and everything of course that stuff has to come with them it's funny it's funny how like ill at ease Picard is and how like I guess you know part of the comedy of it is he has to appear all like stodgy compared to these like ridiculous Irish stereotypes but at the same time it's like in previous episodes we see him like romanticized about going on the holodeck to ride his wonderful (laughs) horse and all this nature stuff I can't wait to drink my horse milk yeah and he's confronted with a couple like a couple goats and he's like like, he's like this is gross this is terrible this is icky yeah I I would like to know I only like reading about it you know pretty much O'Brien when he when the captain is just walking into the room he's refusing a swig from from the flask but like a few scenes later they say oh this isn't gonna be some of that Sinzahal stuff that O'Brien offered us is it (laughs) Yeah. You know, like you know, the second yeah, you know, the second, cards out of there, like right. okay, now let's, okay, let's now have some now games. we're good. Oh now god, like O'Brien, <laughs> O'Brien spent the rest of the episode down in the cargo bay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't see him again. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> definitely there. You know, laying pipe. I when they beam the reconnecting like, with his roots. Yeah, and at the end when they beamed it on that planet, they like have to pull him off the, tra- <laughs> the transporter. Not you, O'Brien. Get back here. <laughs> oh man. 
feel like we should have seen a little bit more of O'Brien in this episode, given yeah. that he is like the 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 Irish character on the show. He really is. And he's just like, completely left out of the storyline, except for this yeah. one scene. It's oh, well. strange. Poor O'Brien. Yeah. So it's decided that from for the rest of them, uh, they'll all be beamed directly to this uh, cargo bay, which seems like that That's should a good have happened from the beginning because yeah. every in like every other episode that they bring refugees aboard, they well, always beam them directly to the cargo bay because that's where there's space for them. Well, they could have sorted this shit out if Picard didn't get all uppity about it when yeah, he's talking to Riker yeah. at the start. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's ridiculous. So, they uh, they get these people kind of situated and then they have to deal with uh, with the guy's daughter. Yeah, the over uh, daughter. What's her name? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, Brenna? Brenna. Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Brenna. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and she's really the person who runs the colony. Oh, like, definitely. clearly. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know. And, like, up to this point, Riker has been completely checked out of the episode. <laughs> and she, he sees her, she starts talking, yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden he's interested. Like, oh, oh yeah. She's she's a lovely young woman. She's, and, uh, she's, uh, yeah, she's wearing basically a, uh, like a, an, an Aaron kind of sweater version of, like, the I Dream of Genie outfit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, like, like slave Bear Leia, midriff. Almost. And, yeah. uh, like, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting fashion outfit. choices. And uh, he, he sees her, and his face just lights up. He's like, just like, oh, I'm in yeah. there. Yeah. That's happening. And well, we know he's keeping score, because right now it's Worf 1, Riker 0, for this episode. Oh, man. Uh, so, like, uh, and Pulaski gives her report to Picard. She's like, there are this many people. Count on two more in the next couple of days. <laughs> oh, man. Like, they're, some of them are ready to pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so Riker starts talking to Brenna, and uh, she's like, so, uh, where, where, where's a lady going on this ship to wash her feet? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and by wash my feet, I mean boating! They're not, Which, neither of them are very subtle. No. No. It's uh, it, it's pretty great. He uh, he takes her to his place. She's just disgusted with the mess that Riker leaves in his in his quarters. Oh, there's know. like a couple books. Yeah, yeah. He's he, there. There are a couple of dishes on the table and like a couple of books. And oh man, what a pigsty! Uh, but then they they get right down to business after that. Like she she drops her skirt so he gets to see her sexy other skirt that was under the skirt. <laughs> the yeah, that's one. That's the slave Leia skirt. Yeah, yeah. Underneath. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, but then they then they get right down to it. Well, he's like so. Uh, t- Tell me about how, how, how do you do this uh, foot washing, foot washing thing? thing? Like, oh, well, you, oh, you start at the very top yeah. and work your way down. Well, normally, like, well, involves... that's just woefully inefficient. <laughs> that's just gross. Yeah, listen, I could, I can have your feet clean in yeah. literally minutes. If we do that, we're going to be here for ages. Is there a wash basin we should use? Yeah. Or... Um, but a- after this, uh, our uh, the, the guy who runs, quote-unquote, runs the colony, says to Picard, he's like, listen, in all your travels, have you heard anything from the other colony? Bum, bum, bum. The other colony? What? Well, and that leads us to the more dramatic section of the uh, episode, which is the, uh, the clones. Yeah, and this is actually a really interesting subject sci-fi concept. Yeah. Like, at, at this point in Next Gen, we don't get a lot of this where, where they kind of deal with kind of unique yeah. and interesting sci-fi issues. Yeah, and ethical yeah. issues with uh, cloning and whatnot. Which... That aren't just about the fucking Prime Directive. Yeah. Well, we should mention that before they before they get to this point, they were looking up the old manifest of the... Uh, the mm-hmm. Of the, the ship. The ship mm-hmm. that was used to get the colonists to the system. And they were musing over the, uh, the, the cargo manifest, seeing how half of it appears to be really old world and, and kind of like... Stuff. Yeah, and like ex- spinning wheels and yeah, and, and straws. And the other half is all like super high tech. tech. Yeah, yeah. Like, Whoa. And there's no evidence of the tech stuff when they pick up. 
are yeah. these guys who are they think are sort of like neo luddites or yeah, neo yeah, neo like Amish, Amish. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah the new Amish yeah the Amish yeah and then this colony turns out to be where all the rest of that ah, uh-huh. is uh-huh. but this colony has a deep dark secret which was you know revealed to us in the promo for this episode which you interestingly the promo for this episode totally leaves out the whole Irish factor oh, entirely like next time on Star Trek the next generation. Captain Picard and the crew find a planet of clones. Ooh, and the clones are scary and want to do things to the crew. Will the crew let things be done to them by clones? Tell me, Prime Minister, is your entire colony made up of clones? 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 Clones. Clones. I always couldn't believe they did that for real. Yeah, like it's every character says beautiful. the word clones in sequence. It was it a was work great. of art. Yeah, it's just a round robin of clones. It was awesome. So Pulaski, Riker, and Geordi go down to the planet, yep. and they quickly realize that yeah, there's only five people on this planet. Multiplied. Initially, it, it's uh, not Geordi; uh, it's uh, Worf. Oh, right, Geordi's down right. there on their second visit when they're going to fix their their of machines. Of course, because he's fixing. We'll get yeah. to that in a minute. But we'll right, get yes. to that. Yeah. Oh, certainly. Um, so basically, what's happening with this? place is uh, when they landed on the uh, planet something happened to the skin of their ship and almost uh, everybody died almost everybody died only five people survived three dudes and two ladies and they're all high-end scientists so they figure well we gotta keep the colony going yeah we can't interbreed because there's just not enough of a gene pool so we'll clone each other we'll clone and them. that's what they did and over the centuries yep. they've just kind of uh, gotten out of the whole sexy times thing to the point that they now think of sex as repugnant and you know uh, primitive yeah, and uh, Riker does not like hearing that oh, at man. all. It's like an affront to Riker's very core. Especially when he was walking down the hallway eyeing up those quadruplets. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you could see the wheels turning in Riker's head. He's just like, oh. Well, he sees the three the, and then a fourth yeah, one walks like, in. Yeah. Like, triplets? <laughs> Qua- quint- oh, my goodness. Yeah. Bucket list, here I come. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but uh, it the, turns out the big problem for these guys is they're facing that age old problem of cloning which is you can only clone for so many generations before the DNA just isn't viable anymore because well, I, as dramatically enacted in the uh, documentary Multiplicity with Michael Keaton that oh was, yes, yes that was a harrowing <laughs> now of course the, pr- the problem with this is that uh, it, uh, it implies that they've just been cloning the clones this entire time instead of going back to the original DNA source for each not for whom the clone clones because it clones for thee there there wouldn't be you know this what they call macular degeneration or whatever well, macular is. degeneration is an I think yeah, sorry. Uh, fading I can't remember fading is yeah. what uh, yeah, Pulaski the, calls it yeah the whatever it's, an, it's a completely unique uh, it's a completely unique syndrome unique, described in all literature as Pulaski syndrome <laughs> <laughs> I mean we all know that like when you make a copy of a copy with each successive copy you get uh, generational defects yeah you know well those of us who grew up with VCRs know this. You, <laughs> yeah. you, you crazy kids out there with your CDs and your DVDs, you're less aware of this because you've had digital copying most of your lives now. Well, even people who grew up in the early days of the internet, you copy yeah. an MP3 and then, you know, if you burn that to a disc and then rip it from the disc, etc., then you mm. get the same yeah. kind of thing there. Mm. 
But, but at, yeah, at any rate, not... the, the whole thing here is that, like, instead of, you know, when they make a new person going back to the original cloning material, they've been cloning from the clones, you know? Like, they, yeah. like they take a new tissue sample from clone A to make clone B, and then they take a tissue sample from clone B to make clone C. I'm not clear on why they have to do that. They don't have to do that. <laughs> well. In fact, there is a, that's, the, that's the scientific problem with this episode, is that there is actually no reason for this to be a problem right now because well, you know they should have been able to store enough of the original DNA to basically continue their colony indefinitely. Well, we we don't know much about their, their actual cloning process, right? Like, but, but yeah, okay, fine. yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> uh, but let's for let, for the sake of the show, let's say that the way they've been doing it is the only way it could be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows? Uh, it means that they are now facing a crisis in that like they've got like three generations left before the uh, cloning defects become become uh, terminal and their society will die. Yeah. So what they want is an infusion of fresh DNA. They're like, listen, do you guys want to give us some tissue samples? You got this then, big old ship here with like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, got, uh, you got thousands of people up here. Do you think you could give us like some, some tissue samples? There are only five of us, you know? I mean, even, you know, like 20 tissue samples, like 20 people would be great. Like, Get tissues- us through like a good thousand years even. Yeah, how about? Really help us how out. About? Yeah. And Riker is just a fronted by this he's like no 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 you see one william riker is super rad yeah but he's not wrong 100 william rikers <laughs> 1000 william rikers dare i say a billion william rikers even radder that yeah. diminishes me in ways that i can't conceive of because it doesn't actually yeah because well, he's mostly threatened because that would represent real competition <laughs> Yeah, that, that would. Pretty much. An army of Rikers just conquering yeah. the universe. The thing about this episode is it, it's really pushing hard for us to be on the side of the Enterprise here where they're like, you know what? No one here is going to agree to let you clone them. And but they, they really, Well, they don't explore it very much. It's no, true. Yeah. It's, it's a very internal decision. It's, it's yeah. like Picard and Riker and Pulaski in a room with the guys. And, no, we're not doing that. We're not even going to ask anyone else if they'd yeah. be interested. We're not even going to yeah. put that on the fucking bulletin board for people to look at and go, eh, Maybe. I'm sure there's a lot of people on the Enterprise who wouldn't give a crap one way or yeah. the other. I wouldn't give a crap yeah, one yeah. way or the other. I'm sure Mott the Barber, like, yeah, he's like, yeah, here, here you go. Well, yeah. Have, have some barber have some barber jeans. Maybe. You know? Uh, hey, What's O'Brien, O'Brien doing? He, he, he's, laying, he's laying pipe down in, uh, <laughs> he's busy. Down in uh, Cargo Bay 3. He can he can take a couple of minutes to give them a sample. They don't want Jordy, but how else is he going to pass on his DNA? <laughs> he's not. This right? is the only way. He's going to have to sneak it in. But but we learned that they do not want Jordy because... Because he's blind. Yeah. So he, he his DNA is defective and they don't want it. They never actually explicitly say that. I just they, they they didn't just, want it because it was Jordy. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's presumably I, I why. I think it's because, implied. Yeah, you know. Like, they, they look at him with this kind of, like, oh, man. derision. Yeah, they, they have the three of, like, they have the, the three their of next them. trip down when they're fixing the stuff. Jordy's going around fixing things and they uh, knock out Pulaski and uh, Riker and take their DNA. And, you know, then Jordy comes into the room to see where they are and they're like, oh, no, haven't seen them. Just carry on. <laughs> Yeah, just yeah. you can go do oh, you're blissfully doing. unaware that Jordy's visor is essentially the universe's greatest lie detector because <laughs> he can see all of the physiological changes that go along with lying. So that that makes uh, Deanna even more superfluous, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. And also, it should uh, it should exempt him from being allowed to play in the in the ship's poker games. Because <laughs> he's just not very good at it. Well, no, he loses anyway. I, I I can only imagine that he has to like turn off some of the features of his visor when he plays. 
plays poker in order to make it fair. Mm. How does he know what the cards are? Though? Well, I mean, I didn't say he has to turn off his visor, just certain uh, features of his visor. That'd be more badass if he turned you know? off his visor. Though. Oh, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's painfully unfair from one way or the other. Like, I mean, he can either see everybody or he can't. I don't know. Well, like, no, like, I mean, I don't, I don't see why there's any reason why he can't shut down the functions on his visor that allow him to see the, you know, physiological changes in who he's looking at. Like, like a uh, dimmer switch? I don't know. I can't even, I, I can't know. figure out how that would work. I don't know. I don't know. Like, right. I, I don't know how the visor works, but... Uh, sure. I think this is the only time we hear about his amazing lie detecting abilities, so yeah. that may just be a one-off uh, Superman magical power. Could be, yeah. Uh, so, they... Uh, they decide that since the Enterprise isn't going to help them, they're just going to steal the uh, the the cells they need. So they uh, they knock out Pulaski and Riker. Why they want Pulaski's DNA is anybody's guess. Like the guy said, they're desperate. Uh, I guess so. Hey, I, I've, uh, and, I've uh, seen young Diana. And then we get we get our horror music sting as <laughs> like which is weird. Like and it's so out of place with the rest of the episode. Like it's yeah. just this one scene where like they're laying there and the like, these weird scientist looking people are inserting uh, needles into their stomachs because apparently that the lining of the stomach is the best place to get uh, cells for cloning. Yeah. And, those those uh, delicious pork bellies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, later on... What's supposed to, the, the music they're using there is supposed to like conjure feelings of revulsion. Oh, yeah. Of fear yeah. or terror. You know, it's, it's, just, it's just kind of funny in that like it's the only spot in the episode where we get this kind of, you know, well, really dark, creepy music. Um, and given that all of us are like, uh, I'm kind of just, you know, I, I don't think cloning's that bad. Yeah. At the same time, though, I think... I, I don't know if I totally agree with either of you guys on this one like I mean if they're they they have to have a choice like and oh yeah you know, they even say as much it's to like just take it yeah it's yeah, wrong no, no, absolutely it. yeah it it was weird and I mean I understand why they did this in the episode because it would there would have been no tension otherwise if they had if Picard and Pulaski put it out to the whole ship oh yeah, yeah. anybody want to do this some people would have some people probably would have <laughs> exactly and that's like I probably wouldn't have you know just because eh. but uh, you don't want to clone out there no not really well, yeah. that it, it mostly I don't want to clone out there because like I want to like Riker problem no 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 it's not that you know like I, I like I have I have like diabetes I have asthma I I have certain mental illnesses I don't want to do that to someone else that's like another me that has to deal with all that shit too I'm dealing with all that shit myself you know I don't, I, I wouldn't wish that on anyone else even another me all like right. I, I would feel bad about that I don't like me so I don't care yeah and have another me who's Screw that guy too. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. I mean, the the big the big point is that this new infusion of DNA won't solve their problem, and that's the most yeah, important. Yeah, yeah th- this is what Pulaski finally says, which is the first thing that actually seems like a a reasonable argument against it. Although, yeah. again, if we're talking about the entirety of the ship, there's all of these people to draw from. It seems like that shouldn't be an issue, but yeah. again, we we have that issue where they have to clone from clones from clones instead of yeah. being able to store the. DNA. Like, blend the DNA. It, it can't be like, stored in any for any length of period, length of time. They I don't, don't have fridges. I guess they didn't survive the crash. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't know. That that whole argument is really unclear. But basically, they say, you know, we could give you the DNA. I'm, I'm sure there may be some people who would be okay with it on the ship. But we did. You know, that that would only get you through a few more generations, and then the same thing is going to be happening. A it's, much better option would be for you guys to hook up with the crazy Irish people. Yeah, because we really want to dump these people yeah. off the ship. We we need them off the ship like too sweet. Yeah. Listen, what would really solve your problem is just a whole lot of fucking. Like, like, fuck Central down there. To the point where I think, like, you need to, like, get it on with three different ladies. And you, in fact, everybody, three wives. Three wives. For several generations at least. 
There's I'm, three husbands. Yeah, well, no, it, it's it's sold to the the different. Uh, it, it, it's it's sold differently it's, it's both to ways. the to it's both, both ways. Genders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're, we're missing the wonderfully ice cold Pulaski line where she says, "Oh yeah, you know that's really too bad. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll just leave, and uh, you know maybe fifty years or so we'll come back, and you'll all be dead, and there'll just be a bunch of empty cities for us to colonize. That'll yeah. be real easy for us." Nice. Yeah, thanks about that. I feel, like I, bet, I feel like that's a really like practice Pulaski line. Like she oh, uses yeah. that whenever she has to talk to some people about like, you guys need to inoculate against this plague. Yeah, and it's like, well, we don't want to do that. I'm like, all right, well, we'll just uh, come back and enjoy your empty cities after you all die. <laughs> yep, Sweet. sounds great. Sounds great. It's a it's a fine moment. It was great. <laughs> and, yeah, and I loved so it. So the uh, they, they they broker this kind of deal where the uh, Brunloidi are gonna go down to uh, the clones are us and they're gonna they're gonna get their uh, they're, they're they're gonna get down to business. Yeah, yeah. I, I presume that you know, a good thirty years from now, they they come back to the planet. It's, it's the orgy planet. For yeah, the first yeah. season, absolutely. One where they, they they try to kill Wes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah, this place is gonna be like bang know, central. Riker is gonna love this planet. <laughs> like he, he is coming back here. You know, oh, everything yeah. is forgiven and forgotten. <laughs> he just wants to get in on that train. <laughs> so they they take the the prime minister down to uh, the the Irish hovel, deck. and he is yes. horrified. He's a little bit disgusted. Yeah, he's not like he, 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 he goes finds the to pregnant fourteen-year-old and like uh, he goes to like, touch the piggy goat and he's like, oh, I can't. It's icky. And uh, but then uh, they Brenna, Brenna gets a look at him and he's like, oh, prime minister, eh? Oh, I get to have three husbands, eh? Uh, I guess I can manage. It. I guess I can do it. Like Picard officer is like, listen, you don't have to. I mean, we'll drop you somewhere and you can just go on your way. And she's like. What yeah. about my dad? She can't, she can't leave he dad. He can't take my, my, care of himself. My dad's an idiot. He clearly cannot take no, care of no, himself. Oh, she's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's like, well, what about this prime minister guy? And like, oh, he's the prime minister, huh? Is he, he kind of rich? He's kind of an important much. guy. Well. Oh, I guess I can be the queen of this planet. I suppose. I suppose. And have a couple other concubines along the way. Yeah, yeah. That seems doable, I guess. She, she warms up to the idea pretty fast. Yeah. Like you do. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Like, listen, this is like it is your civic duty to 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 just get it on. And like, well, you know, I mean, I'm all about my civic duty here. Yeah, as Pulaski puts it, I'm like, well, listen, okay, so if for this to work, you're just gonna have to completely abolish monogamy for, yeah. let's say, three generations. Like, hmm, all right, well, I guess we could do that. Yeah, yeah. You won't be able to have monogamous monogamous relationships for at least three generations. Yes. Yeah. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Prime Minister oh, McPrude right. might take a little longer to borrow. He, yeah, he he was not all for that, but uh, he's not for any kind. Kind of relationships though. No, like, no. Yeah. sex is icky. Hey, you know, fair enough. You know, people are icky. Yeah, you don't want to have sex. You don't have sex. Yeah, absolutely, no. that's fair. So, hmm. so this episode, what are we, what are we ranking this? That's pretty much how it ends, right? There's, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, it that's pretty much it. It just kind of runs stops there. there. Yeah. yeah, it's like, <laughs> and then they got to it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give this one. I don't, I don't know. Maybe a, a lieutenant, I guess. Two pips. I like the uh, the scene. Uh, the, there's a really silly scene where Worf introduced the lead of the uh, Darby O'Gill, I guess we'll call yeah. him, to the uh, the replicator. He shows him, hey, look, you can make real booze out of this thing. So he replicates him up some Klingon. Well, first he replicates him just some regular whiskey, and he's just not. Yeah, impressed. the guy's not feeling it. So he's like, well, oh, it doesn't really have much bite There's to no it. There's no bite to it. It's, it's so he's like, oh, and like, okay, challenge accepted. <laughs> so then he replicates him up some Klingon yeah. whatever, and then you know he's summarily impressed by that. But just. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was pretty. That was a little <laughs> embarrassing. A little broad. Yeah, but uh, it was. Uh, I really like the idea though that this. They've just explained to these guys that this replicator, this magic thing in the wall, can make them as much booze as they could possibly drink. <laughs> so they don't even make it to the colony. Yeah. Everybody dies. They would all be dead. <laughs> well, we discussed this in an earlier in like season one whether the uh, replicator has safety guards on it. Yeah. You think? Do you think Worf put the safety guards on? He was not too impressed by those guys. I don't. I, I don't think he's all that concerned for their welfare. No, no not at all. Like, oh, you, you want some booze? This, Here you know, go. this thing can give you all the booze you want. Just yeah. well, knock I guess, yourselves out. I guess Warp is just like, listen. Drink up, Rummy. <laughs> I think, I think Warp is just like, they're going to make their own anyways. Oh, yeah. Here. It'll be it'll be safer. Yeah, they couldn't use their freaking don't, still. At don't the blow up the the ship. Just use the machine. They were literally trying to build a still in they the were. cargo hold. Of the oh Enterprise. no, the still was built. They just yeah, couldn't keep the they, fire they just, going. Yeah, they just, yeah, because the they were fire upset they couldn't system. light it. Yes. <sighs> so yeah, I'm gonna give it. I think a lieutenant junior grade. So two pips, one unfilled. Um. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's, yeah. There's some silly elements that are somewhat entertaining, but yeah. it's not really that great. The cloning story could have been more interesting. Thing. There was some interesting. There's some like there's some actual sci-fi meat there, but yeah. uh, didn't really explore that too too I, deeply. I mean, honestly, I don't mind the Irish thing. I was quite entertained by that whole nonsense. It was fine. You know, it's, it was, it's very original series. It was funny and cute. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it, it's not a high quality episode by any by no. any stretch. Oh, uh, here's something that we didn't mention that I'm going to mention because I'm a Star Wars fan. <laughs> is uh, on when uh, Riker and Picard are going through the like original lists of ships that had uh, departed Earth between the dates that that uh, beacon would have been in use, uh, one of them is listed as being a, a, a as being on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan uh, for these Star Wars fans in the audience. Of course, no Star Wars fan would know that because on low-definition televisions back in the day, you wouldn't have been able to read that. And hell, even in the Blu-ray version, I... We, we didn't see it until we, we looked on the memory alpha. But uh, yeah. still cool, you so, know? Uh, my, my rating as well, I, I will go with uh, both of you as well. Junior Lieutenant? Yeah, it's not a very good episode. It's it's passable entertainment. I I really only give it even this much of a pass just for the Pulaski and Worf interaction. Yeah, yeah. And, and Pulaski's ice cold takedown of the prime minister. Oh yeah, right. It's it's a shining episode for Pulaski basically, yeah. and Worf is you know consistently great in every episode. So mm-hmm. you know they've got it going, and you know we get some fun Riker stuff. Although you know he gets a little too preachy in the last half of the episode, and I get He's, tired of him. Yes. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I go with that. All right. Can't really bring myself to go any higher than that because it's just not very good. It's cool. So we're, we're coming up on the end of the season just here because this season is short. This season only has 22 episodes. Oh, yeah. And this was episode seven or 18. So we've only got four more episodes to go before we're done season two. Oh, good. The next episode, uh, episode 19, Manhunt, Manhunt in which Loxana oh, Troy comes to the oh, Enterprise oh. hunting for a man. Uh, we have had a rough few weeks. Yeah. Quite honestly, this is not fair. Yeah. No, this is yeah. It's it gets better. If we had Q who it gets better. Yeah, it does. We're we're coming up on season three and things are gonna pick up really yeah, soon. No. Alright, so I, I think that's it. Can we Blue just Dome. can yeah. we just instead of watching Manhunt, can we just watch the child again? <laughs> Re review it? I'm sure everyone would like to listen to oh that. Oh god no. <laughs> No, we, we, I we, don't we, want to watch it again. It's my single least favorite episode. Yeah, it's hard to man. Oh, and we're getting to the clip show soon, too. Oh, yeah, Jesus. it's uh, the last episode of the season. Uh, um, after Manhunt is uh, The Emissary, which I don't even remember what... Oh, yeah, it's the one with Worf's wife. Oh, yeah! <laughs> 
No, it's, it's not that good. <laughs> it's, it's better than the other ones. It's just got Worf in it, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us here aboard the Diecast Enterprise. This is Pags from Foley J. We'll see you next time. The Diecast Enterprise is a nonstop pop production. If you enjoy the show and want to support it, please check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash pags, P-A-G-Z. You can also follow us on social media. You'll find links on our website, diecast-enterprise.com or nonstop-pop.com. Thanks for listening. Live long and prosper.